You may find yourself living in a shotgun shack. And you may find yourself in another part of the world. And you may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile. And you may find yourself in a beautiful house with a beautiful wife. But the worst place you can find yourself is here, the Ringo Zone. That is the most accurate description of this ever. Ah, uh, so I'm Max. I'm eating chips. Well, what's your name? And more importantly, what kind of chips? I actually lied. I'm eating, uh, what is this? I'm, by the way, I'm Sabath. I'm eating tuna salad. This is why I have trust issues. Anyway, uh, Sabath, you still haven't met the newest member of our podcast. Newest member introduced yourself to Sabath. He's your superior in every way. Hi, my name is Gerber, and I am inferior. Like the baby? Yes, think of him as a small, weak, dumb baby whose unformed skull you can easily crush with your powerful legs. Or rather, the baby that's on the bottle. I'm imagining a bottle. Are you a bottle? I am a sentient bottle with a baby face on it, yes. Oh yeah. I guess this way we don't have to buy you health insurance. <laughs> well, I imagine the story went like this. You had budget. It was only about $10. That's why you bought a Coca-Cola and a bottle of Gerber baby food. It was just by pure chance that the baby food was actually sent to you. It was a coupon that came with the purchase of the Coca-Cola bottle. It was due to a grim accident at the Gerber factory that cost the lives of 7,000 workers. And all 7,000 of those workers equated to this. <laughs> right? What it's a like, waste. It's like the worst <laughs> possible outcome of like a Full Metal Alchemist Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> <laughs> An entire country yes. gone in order to bring about... <laughs> the kingdom of Xerxes is lost. <laughs> All that oh remains God. is the baby bottle. All right, so... We're talking about that will be Dad's all. Dad's not here tonight. <laughs> As you can plainly tell. And by Dad, I mean Dylan, who's not my dad. The lazy yet harsh hand of God that we call Dylan. So, Steven Universe. It's a cartoon. We all watch it, I think. Uh, <laughs> maybe. So, I Bob, definitely watch I, it. Your, your response does not inspire confidence in my being. <laughs> Okay, so I just want to fucking say off the bat, Patty goddamn Lapone. Can I tell you guys just, like, about Patty Lapone? Patty Lapone. Go for it. Go tell us. So when I was a fucking teenager, and despite me going to theater camp and Patty Lapone being a Broadway star, this is not a theater camp story. I fucking watched the Indiana Jones movies for the first time when I was, like, 13 or 14, and I fucking loved them. And unlike most people, I super fucking love Temple of Doom. Like... I'm not sure if it's a good movie, but I enjoy the hell out I of it. I like Temple of Doom. That was the one I like, remember Temple the most. Temple of Doom has the dude tearing the heart out. That's so iconic. Kalima. Kalima. The dude's name is Mularam. I think they mentioned it like once in the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got to ask you guys, guess what I'm going to say next. What are you going to say next, Sabath? I'm, I'm one of the few people that hasn't watched any Indiana Jones. That's okay. See, other people be douchebags and judge you, but Max is better than other people. Fucking Gerber, you need to step up and judge me. <laughs> you fuck you <laughs> fuck you not for not for no no not for not watching Anna jones for assuming that i would judge you for not watching indiana jones fuck you i am satisfied <laughs> but anyway so indiana jones 2 opens up with fucking uh anything goes and um which is a great classic broadway number and i think that was like it probably wasn't my first time hearing the number but it was like my first time appreciating how fucking good it was 
So I'm just like, okay, so I want to listen to this song, but this song is in Chinese in the movie, and I want to listen to it in English. So I've like just got iTunes, I go iTunes, I look it up, and I just find like a listing of like the best tracks from the most famous Broadway songs. So like download and purchase anything goes. The singer of that recording, Patty Lapone. Like I can't even actually tell you what show Anything Goes is from. I think the show's name is Anything Goes. I am not confident in that statement. <laughs> But, like, so much shit has come and gone, like, since I started buying music. I am reasonably certain the Patti LuPone recording of Anything Goes is the one song from, like, the first year I was buying music that has made it on, like, every incarnation of iPod and iPhone I've had that I've always, like, re-downloaded and not deleted. I think, like, maybe the only other song is Eye of the Tiger, but I might have like deleted that for a year because I was sick of listening to it again. Not confident in that statement. <laughs> but anything goes, Patty Lapone. So that's the thing. Like you have to understand, I am not like a huge Patty Lapone fan. I know her from like that one song, but it's super fucking good. And then Yellow Diamond shows up the first time, and the credits I see is Patty Lapone. I'm like, shit, I can't wait to hear her sing. It's gonna be amazing. And in this episode, she sang. And yes, it was amazing. Ten years of me knowing her from one song rewarded. Now I know two songs of hers. <laughs> In another decade, I'll listen to a third one. Like, I'll have to not listen if she sings again on the show. Yeah, Max, considering the release schedule, that'll probably be when her next song is. <laughs> it's funny because I'm crying! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, let's actually backtrack Sabah, and try to get this. to the Famethyst. Famethyst! Famethyst. Uh, I best part in the whole episode, I think. I liked it more than the song. I can understand that perspective. I don't agree with it, <laughs> but I understand okay. it. Real quick. Favorite member of the Famethyst, Max. Uh the one who isn't the shortest anymore. Uh, uh what's her name? Carmelia. Carnelia. Yeah. yeah. Sabath. Uh I like the skinny Jasper. I also like Skinny Jasper. Her or the uh Amethyst that has the rose quartz sort of like hair curl on the one side. Those are my two favorites. I mean, we didn't get a lot of time with them, but, you know, first impressions go a long way. They're they're all just so lovable. And they're so just, Ma- yeah. And so Michaela Dietz. And Max and I both share the sentiment that we just, we really want to hear the Famethyst sing Hard Knock Life. Yes, from Annie. Speaking of Broadway songs. <laughs> yeah. Let's just keep going back to Broadway. Just make Can we it just a running have a theme. chorus of Michaela Dietz? <laughs> <laughs> so, do we want to talk about the fact that all the Rose Quartzes are in fucking stasis? Oh. I love Blue Diamonds. Like, I love, like, literally everything about Blue Diamond as, like, a character. Design, writing, acting, presentation, everything. Like, she's just, like, she's the most, like, intriguing character to me. She is easily one of my favorite characters on the show. Yes. For me, the big reason, I think I touched on this uh, when we did the zoo episode, I see Blue Diamond, especially, like, in recent events of the trial and stuff, as, like, a character that has the chance to be kind of redeemed and, like, come around to the hero's way of thinking. Mm -hmm. So that kind of thing always interests me. Like, the second they hint, like, maybe this villain will stop being a villain, I'm like, oh, tell me more! (laughs) Because that never happens in real life, and I need the escapism! (laughs) Well, like, I'm wondering, because they've they've done that, like, what, like, three times? You know, kind of with Lapis, definitely with Peridot. Um, I'm saying if Akira Toriyama can get away with it 20 times, I'm fine with it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. But, like, in this show, would you at least see one character stick to their ways? I mean, I feel like that's going to happen with Yellow. I, I want that to happen with Jasper, honestly. I feel like Jasper could be the could be a character who, like, wholeheartedly sticks to her guns throughout the entirety. And if they pull it off, it would be amazing. I It would be a really nice way to, like, really put that struggle, that sort of story. I think it would be really great for them because... I don't know. I'm sure there's probably an episode where they've touched on something like this, but it would be great if they had, like, one episode where they're just, like, you know, sometimes you can't win, some people are just bad. We do, ha- we do have an unre- irredeemably bad character that refuses to change in Steven Universe, though. Kevin! Yeah. <laughs> Alright, he covers them all. Fucking we- Kevin. So- Kevin is White Diamond. Confirmed. Because Kevin exists, that means every other character is redeemable. Exactly. Basically. We basically. have he's our one. Everyone else can be a good guy as long as Kevin stays a bastard. Yellow Diamond redeems herself by killing Kevin. <laughs> Steven Universe will not jump the shark until Kevin redeems himself. That will be the moment where I'm like, I've lost believability in this world. I just can't. I don't I can't I, anymore. I can't, I can't suspend my disbelief any longer. Call me Tumblr. I literally I'm can't. Done. You don't have giant space lesbians who are immortal? Fine, but this fucking shitty kid learning his lesson? No way in hell. Oh, man. But, okay, what's the use of feeling blue? There's a shot I love oh? during what's the use of feeling blue. Because I know you said like, your favorite visual is the arms, and we will get to that. I promise mm-hmm. you. I have thoughts. Yes. But there's just one brief shot, and, like, it's during what's the use of feeling blue. It's, like, right after Yellow Dice is, like, let's make a plan of attack, and she says, startling forward and stopping back. And the focus is on, like, Steven and Greg in the foreground. But there's just this fucking beautiful rendering of Blue Diamond. And, like, it doesn't look significantly different from every other drawing of her, but just, like, the framing of it, and they just add, like, a tiny bit more, like, definition to the lips, especially. And that shit looks, like, cinematic. I want, like, a poster of that shit. I was gonna say that... as an artist, like just visually, like she has one of the coolest looking profiles. But yeah, but like, yeah. when they just take the time to really just like give that profile like the quality treatment they can. That was a Holy that was shit. a plus fucking cinematography. That one that shot. That was the exact scene that I was thinking of the yeah. whole time. This is like this is like the thing that like distinguishes the difference between like cartoon fan and cartoon nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, like this the right cinematography, here. Just focus the on that, framing, the lighting. We just look on that one frame, and we all know exactly what we're talking yep. about. Everyone's like, "Oh God, I love that." That that's not just talking about how how big of fucking nerds we are. How like this is not bragging, <laughs> by the way. This is just a statement of fact. Yes, <laughs> that's just good fucking like storyboarding and cinematography. Like people don't you like it's hard to like establish that like cinematography is a thing with animation because like you can draw it therefore literally any shot can look the way you want it but it still takes like craft to like make these shots look the way they do like you can't just draw a like an an animated version of a shot from like a live action movie and have it feel the same like you have to make sure like you have to use like color theory and shit to make sure that that shot looks as beautifully as it does I enjoyed the Pearl's backing vocals. I love the song. I love the okay. fucking breakdown at the end where she's trying to convince herself it's no use feeling anything. That The instrument, like the, uh, the music itself the, outside of the singing the was really cool. The instrumentals are fucking creepy. I just love the Patty I don't know what synth setting Avian Sarashu used to make What's the Use of Feeling Blue? But that synth is creepy, and I mean that in the best way possible. That is a compliment. I wish Avian Sarashi were my mom and dad. 
I mean, whatever floats your boat, Sabath. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge you. <laughs> you already judged me. I'm out of that boat. Yeah, I judge you for assuming that I would judge you. You asked him to. <laughs> All that's left now is like the escape from Holly. Which, so, is just which is pretty sad, fucking great. Most, Very pearls like fucking fuck you at the end there. So the most satisfying. like condensed so form earned. of catharsis that you could feel. That is like the most I have and ever will love Pearl on this whole show. She earned that so that, hard. That little that will be oh god, fucking mic drop moments. Oh, I like I get that they had to have the sweet moment in the end of the ship, but I would have loved that if that were just where the episode ended. Just that will be all cut away space arms. <laughs> that's it. Yep. And just like just shit like yeah, just show the oh my god the shot with the arms. Oh, it's another good shot. I just. I just feel like it's a moment of catharsis for her because like it's like when we made that we made that joke with um uh two episodes ago with Jim Heist where we're just like it's like like Dylan said it's just like being at like a family gathering with that like extremely racist old member of your family and then just that moment of like either like you snap or like you get that moment where you can just sneak in that little you finally yeah, you get tell that them one off. little like you get to sneak in that one little backhanded thing that like you know they're gonna notice but maybe not everyone else notices and it's just fucking got him like you get that own little victory to yourself and whether or not they get it that's up to that's up to them but you you know in your heart that like you did good by yourself and it's just so, so satisfying. It is. Yes, I concur with the things that you just said from your mouth. <laughs> Fuck off. You're a fucking bottle of baby food with some surprisingly agreeable two ideas. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to shoot for three, but we'll save that for next time. <laughs> so, as far uh, as strained peas go, you're all right. I guess kid. final thoughts. Okay. Uh, sure. I'll start. Do it. Do I, I will start with, uh, I know you guys don't agree with me, but I, the, to me, I'm not the hugest fan of the song. <laughs> Just because, you know, it, 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 ha- it does have a weird kind of cadence to it, but, you know, that's okay for other people. I was just like, I was more into the whole comedy and the animation and the, the more story building. You know, I was much more interested in that. But yeah, I really liked the episode. It was really, really good. Max. I do love the song. Um it's probably my second favorite song on the show now. I think this is our first villain song in the whole show. Is it? I think you're right. It took four I seasons. But, or, yeah, yeah, this is our first legitimate villain song. I will always love it for that, because Steven Universe is a lot of great music. It's a hell of a but villain you can have song. all the great music in the world, and you need a villain song. And I like that it wasn't an evil villain song. I mean, it, it was a little, but it's like... It's a standpoint that I could agree with if I were in a certain mindset. She's been dead for millennia. Let's move on. Maybe don't agree with the let's genocide a few things for funsies element. But, I mean, aside from that, I generally agree with the message. Maybe don't completely forget about her, but don't linger on it. It's been thousands of years. Yeah. And, like, you can tell, like, Yellow Diamond herself is also not kind of totally 100% over it. You can tell she's breaking kind of at the, she's at a breaking point kind of at the end of that, at the end of the song, like visually and like in her voice, you can tell. Yeah. She's sort of, super she's good. sort of like not holding herself together totally. Like she doesn't, like she doesn't even really finish. Like she says, what's the use of feeling? What's the use of feeling? What's the use of feeling fucking hot? Yeah. And the pearls just stare like, oh shit, mom's crying. What do we do? <laughs> 
No, I want to. I want to add in there, like uh, after seeing the future episodes. I know we're not doing this like yeah. chronologically. We're not or, even pretending. Or, Let's just sure, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> just like based off of the future episodes, like does any of it seem sort of you know faked or forced? Because that's it. Because so here's the theory. Like if we if we assume that Yellow Diamond killed Pink Pearl, <laughs> I, I mean killed Pink Diamond, then there's one of two reasons that could have happened. Um, that was either some kind of power grab on her part, um, or she saw Pink Diamond as like harmful to Gem society as a whole and something that needed to be eliminated. And those aren't even necessarily mutually exclusive. It can be both. But so the idea is it could be her saying, "Don't you know I miss her too?" Could be genuine, and the breakdown could be over the fact that she's the one who had to get rid of her, and she doesn't regret it, but she still feels pain over it. Like, it was the right choice, but it's not one that she's happy she yeah. to make. But that's just a theory. No, no, no. Uh, Don't worry. No, Sabath, don't, I won't. please. I I'm won't. Not. I won't. <laughs> I went so bad. You better not. <laughs> oh, I, can't, I can't hold it in. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. I, I need Thanks my, for no, listening to the ring. Oh, oh, okay. I, I genuinely really, I think, like, out of, from, like, the beginning of this bomb to, like, the most recent episodes... I think I'd have to put it in my top five episodes of that bracket. Like, this is like kind of this is the beginning of season five, isn't it? Sort of. It's like the end of season four. Nah, this is like halfway, this is halfway through, through season, season four. four. Okay, so like from yeah. the point of the bomb and onward, two yeah, thirds at most. Like, I think it's probably in my top five of that chunk of episodes. And I feel like this is a like this bomb sort of signifies like a different era in Steven Universe. Like, we we kind of can understand that there are like eras in the show. And I feel like the, the start of this bomb is the beginning of a new era in the show. Like, the sort of, like, homeworld awareness. Like, true awareness, like... Yeah. Because I, I think, I think you know, talking about errors, I think this is the show's coming to its conclusion. Because I don't recall any word of Steven Universe being renewed past yeah, season and, 5. So I think they're finishing the story they want to tell. And, and if out. so, I, mean, I can totally see... That happening, and I'm okay with that. I'm I'm ready yeah. for the show to end. I am, and like, because I mean, this this would be not, the best. It's not over. This would be the best welcome. time to end it, considering this arc. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like this is the arc. Let's just not Dragon Ball Z this and add more shit because people demand it. Not that I regret where Dragon Ball Z went necessarily. Just you know, let's yeah. not. Do though it. I though did you ever see the the sort of the rumors of like the guy who supposedly leaked all the possible new titles and synopsises of all the other future episodes. I haven't heard of any episode names after the most recent wanted special. There's like, I saw it. Yeah, I saw, me neither. And I don't, want it was to very know. brief. I won't say anything, but it was very brief. Um, but if it's true, then they got to do another season because it's not going to end there. Um, based on both. on if, if those rumors are true, Anyway, Mickey, did you uh, Gerber? Did you have anything else you uh, wanted to co- say? Shit, your name in the mumble room being Mickey is a mess. I know it is. <laughs> I, like fuck. I I, I want make to make a new account. You <laughs> shit. Oh my god. You can't rename him. Is it? You can't. Is it? Is it connected to my email? Because it's connected to my email. Fuck that. I'm not going to make a new email just to make a why new account. Why didn't you just make? Why didn't you make your mumble just Matt? We can just interchange everything else. Yeah, we could have. <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna be. I didn't know this was gonna be. I didn't know I was gonna have a yearly identity crisis. I'm sorry. <laughs> you knew. Don't lie. You knew where this was going. You're the most disappointing bottle of smashed peas ever. Right. Thanks for listening to the Ringo Zone. 
Hashtag Famethist. Hashtag Smash Peas. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Kill that recording. Hit the stop button now. Hit it now. Yeah.